Good morning. Welcome again to Delivering Word Bible Church, where we believe in gathering as family, growing in faith, and giving out freely. I want to thank you all again for joining us, whether you're here in person or joining us online. We're going to be continuing our series in the book of James called Tested. And this week we're going to be looking at chapter three and we're going to be talking about the tongue. So if you all would turn with me to the book of James chapter three, we're going to read that together. I'm going to open us up with a word of prayer first and then we'll begin with the scripture. Lord, thank you so much for today. I pray that you bless our time together. Lord, please speak to us and have your way. Lord, I pray that you would move in our hearts and that we would put action to the words that um, you give us today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you have the the text, we're going to be in James chapter 3, and you can start by standing with me for the reading of God's word. I'll be reading the NIV version, and I'll read verse 2, and then I'll move down to verses 7 and 8. Verse 2 says, We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. Verse 7 says, All kinds of animals, birds, and reptiles and sea creatures are being tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Amen. You may be seated. So we're going to be talking about the tongue today in our series called Tested. And as I as I thought about this, this text, one thing that stood out to me was that from from the time that we're born and all throughout our lives, we're constantly communicating. When we're babies, we're communicating that we're hungry or that we're cold or that we're sleepy. And even as we grow, we communicate with friends, with family members, with, with co-workers, We communicate about relationships, about jobs. We communicate all throughout our lives. And sometimes that communication is verbal communication. Sometimes we talk with someone. Sometimes that communication is through text or sometimes it's written. And even now we have communication that's virtual. We can communicate with people in California and New York and other countries simply by getting onto social media and communicating through that avenue as well. So we we communicate a lot of things. We communicate birthdays. We talk about advice. We ask for help with situations. Um, Sometimes we want to communicate and and vent about things that we may be going through. So we communicate about a lot of different kinds of things. And sometimes, unfortunately, our tongues don't always communicate the right words. Many times our tongues have caused more issues than solutions because of the things that we've said. Sometimes our words can attack people. Sometimes they can hurt. Sometimes they can anger people. Sometimes they can embarrass people. Um, Sometimes our words can wound people. So we say things, we, we communicate things that aren't always the right thing, the thing that God would want us to communicate. And um, even in our country, we can look in the last several weeks, the last few months, there's been a lot of communication, a lot of 
interaction on social media. There's been a lot of interaction on Facebook, on social media, on interpersonal conversations. There's been a lot of communication, but it hasn't been loving. There's been a lot of hate-filled speak and um, demeaning other people from both sides, from people that say this is bad and this person is bad and these people are bad and this group is bad and these ideals are bad. And it's all been in in hatred and, and not loving. And if we don't if we don't be careful when we continue in those kinds of unloving ways of communication, it causes further division and creates more problems than it does solutions. And so when James is addressing this group of new believers, he understood that the words that we say are very important. And he's reminding these, these people in this text who were a group of new Jewish converts. They were new Christians that were former Jews. He's reminding them the importance of the words that they say. And he, what he's trying to communicate to us is it's not, it's not saying less words or more words. James is saying we have to make sure we say the right words when we communicate with people. And the reason why is because our words are important. We can never get back a word that we say. And James wanted us to understand that every word that comes out of our mouth should be a word that aligns with what God wants us to say. So if we want the right words to come out, we must learn about the tongue and what makes our words either right or wrong. So we're, we're talking about being tested today. And it seems like we're always tested when it comes to what we say. We're tested when we're driving somewhere to say the right things. We're tested on our job to say the right things. We're tested in our families to say the right things. Sometimes even when we're by ourselves, there's a test of are we going to say the right things? So the question that, that came to my mind was, why is it so hard to control our tongue? Why is it so hard to control what we say? Has anybody ever thought like, man, I, I wish I could just not say this or I wish I could have said that better? Uh, why is it so hard to control what we say? So James answers that question here in chapter three. James tells us the reasons why it's so hard to control our tongue. And it's important that we know that so that we can have the right words whenever we communicate. The first thing James shows us in, in chapter three in verses three through six is that the tongue is very powerful. So that's one reason why it's hard to control is because it's powerful. So he gives the example of a ship that has a small rudder. He gives the example of a, a, a great big horse that has a small bit in its mouth. And the, the Tony Evans commentary that I looked at, he said that the, the ship rudder and the horse's bit in its mouth, they both control the, the movement or direction of where that, that thing goes. And the same thing is true with our words, with our tongue. If we're someone who is a follower of Christ, our words determine where we go in life. And he talks about that. He says the, our words can cause a fire to happen in our whole lives because of the things that we say. Um, if you if you look at, at just life, there have been many relationships, marriages where spouses have said something that was hurtful. And, and that spouse still hasn't forgotten that. Uh, there have been people that have said gossip and, and done things and said things years ago that are still affecting people today because of the words that they said. And so James wants us to understand that our lives will go as our mouths go. So if, if we can't keep control over what we say, 
or what we speak, we won't be able to control how we think. We won't be able to control how we act. We won't be able to control any other area of our life if we can't get that under control. So what that means is if I if I speak impulsively, then I'm going to think impulsively in my marriage, in my relationships, um, on my job. If I don't speak with control, then I'm going to act without control. So that means in my finances, I'm just going to do whatever comes to my mind because I say whatever comes to my mind. Right. In my important decisions, I'm not going to spend time thinking through it. I'm just going to do whatever seems right at the moment. Right. So James is saying, hey, if you can't get the tongue under control, there's going to be areas of your life and other places that are under control as well. And that's why it's so important to start with controlling what we say. So not only does he say that, but James also wants us to understand that the tongue, our tongue corrupts our bodies. He, he talks about that. He says that it sets the whole life on fire simply because of something that we say. And the dangerous thing about our words is once we have said something, we can't control what happens after it comes out of our mouths. Uh, if you think about the, the fires that are kind of in the western part of our country right now, all of those fires started with a small spark. And nobody thought that they would grow and, and burn thousands of acres of land. People have been evacuated. Businesses have had to close. Um, houses, buildings have burned down. And nobody can get these under control. They have firefighters there. They have helicopters spraying water from the air. But these fires can't get under control. And James wants us to know that when we say things, we can't control how people respond. We can't control how people think about it. And so it's important that we take time to think and consider what we say when those words comes out of our mouth. So he, he says the tongue is powerful. Um, but then he also says in, in the verses nine through 12, he says the tongue can either bless or it can curse. So he says with the same mouth that we praise God, we also tear down other people. Sometimes we'll go to church and, and we'll sing about my God is awesome. And before we get out of the parking lot, somebody has cut us off or somebody even in our own car has made us say something that is not loving and honoring, just like we did when we were singing about the God that we worship. So he, he says, hey, we can't we can't have a mouth that honors God, that praises God and then tears down our brother and sister. We can't do that. He talks about these things and he says that what, what we say about God should also match what we say about our brother and sister in Christ. And I used to think, well, if I just think it, but I don't say it about that person, it's not really bad. It's not a sin because uh, they I didn't I mean, they didn't hear it. Right. But James wants us to understand as well. And, I, and I've come to learn that even if I just think bad thoughts about someone or if I cuss them out in my mind because they cut me off and they're crazy and I don't know why they're driving like that. That's still sinful because it affects how I see that person, how I interact with that person and. James wants us to understand whether we speak those words verbally or you might say, well, they didn't hear what I said. So it's not really that bad. Even if the person doesn't hear it, James wants us to understand that the words we think or say about people are damaging and that it's important. We view them the same way that we view the God that we worship day in and day out. Um, and the problem with this is if, I, if I'm worshiping God one day and, and tearing down my brother or sister the next day. The problem with this is in James in Genesis 
chapter 1, verse 26, it says that all people are made in the image of God. So when I'm talking about someone that God has created, whether they're black or white, 